Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here on KPFT 90.1 FM Houston, as well as all throughout the world on the internet, that great old internet in the studio. Today, we have the one and only Tori Mercer, Mercer, who will be handling the boards and the phones and all the good stuff in there. Thank you. And of course, there's the one and only who is in the Wait, is he running? He's running. Who else is in there? Howard! <laughs> How you doing, Howard? And of course, my beautiful daughter is in the room with me, Ashley Willis. How you doing, Ashley? I am doing well. Good afternoon. Well, you know, I'm telling you something. Um, what I No, I think you're hot. I think you're hot. Uh, uh, what we want to do, right, today is a special program. I, of course, I wrote an essay for the program, the, the blog that goes out and on our newsletter. But I would love to hear a lot of input from folks because the way things turns out to be, we are negative a whole lot of times. And I want to add some a superb amount of positivity along with the negative. Because, you know, when you are making a difference, when you are out there shooting for something, it gives you that mo more impetus to go out there and execute, and it also eliminates a lot of the negativity. So the title of the show today is, What Kind of America Do You Want? Tell me if you want to live in my America. And the subtitle of the show, if I can read it, is, America is still the richest country in the world. It could create a humane template that could guide the world into a new existence. And, you know, I want, I want you guys to engage with me. So call me at 713-526-5738 and hit option two to come directly on air with me. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit option two. What kind of America do you want? What are the things that you would really like? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Like in America. Like I said, I have an essay to start with. But if you call right now and tell me, I will cater it towards what folks that are listening are thinking about. 713-526-5738. Option two, the question of the day is what type, what kind of America do you want? Do you want to live in that America that I yearn for, that my daughter yearns for, that your family yearns for? All right, 713-526-5738. We are often negative whenever we discuss politics. The phrase, if it bleeds, it leads. We should also allow aspirational narratives with the potential for success to lead and to let us aspire, right? I mean, you feel better if you're doing something, if you're, if you're going for a goal, 
if there's if you have a shining star that you're looking towards that you want to get to where you want to move forward you're aspiring for it i'm not talking about aspiration on the uh, of of the impossible i'm talking about aspiration of the possible right so what kind of america can we aspire for that is realistic what kind of world can we aspire for that is possible are there enough resources on the planet to give everyone a comfortable life of course there are do we have enough water do we have enough food is there enough available space for everyone there is no doubt that the answer is yes how can we come to that conclusion after too much research or with not too much research because we live in the world today that supports its current state if extraordinarily inequitable in other words the truth of the matter is with the amount of people we have on this planet right now with the amount of resources that we have on this planet right now everyone continues to exist everyone continues to be fed again it's inequitable but we continue so what type of america do you want 713-526-5738 again that number is 713-526-5738 and uh, um many many say many say that we're greedy but is it really so so what does america look like this morning i woke up with that on my mind after some called me idealistic you know i was on doing some chatting last night uh believe it or not you get sometimes you can get onto a very live tiktok and see what the the what the heartbeat of america feels like sounds like is doing right and this guy said that uh, i negate uh human nature the thing is he says you're super you're too idealistic the thing is i believe in not just human nature but i also believe in human nurture i want to i want you to understand the difference human nature is what we are inherently human nurture is what we become from our surroundings right The thing is I believe in human nurture in other words our environment influences most of us positively or for that matter negatively I contend that our economic system in many instances created by psychopaths have created an environment that nurtures to many Roberto come on in Good morning good morning uh, everyone good morning planet hey. Are you doing Good morning. Bien, 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 bien. So uh, I was listening to your show, and I think that you're going to have a very powerful show today. I like your subtitle. Uh, you, uh, yeah, you're putting the fact about what America uh, is, it is today. Right. Uh, there are several things that I would like to initiate here. Um in my humble humble opinion uh with all with what's going on in America right now America is still one of the best uh 
country mm-hmm. that you can be in. Agreed. And I'm saying that because I'm, I'm a traveler and I'm an explorer. Uh, what I would like to see more in America is uh, more equality, mm-hmm. more justice mm-hmm. for everyone, mm-hmm. uh, cost of living of the factor of medical bills. Right. I think uh, pharmaceutical is one of the, the, the biggest ripoff that you can see here in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need more economic power, uh, not for one set of people, but for all people. Absolutely. All. And uh, I will leave on this stake here. Uh, If we pull together and if we uh, understand the whole process of what America is really built up, I think we can make some changes. The factor is, is that most of things that's happening in America is is because that no change in the magnitude wants to happen. In other words, with the legislator and everybody else up in in high position, uh, rules and regulation needs to be changed. Right. You know, uh, if not, things going to continue being the way it is. Yes, we have problem here in America. Yes, we get. Uh, corruption, but if you check in all most countries, right. there's corruption everywhere you go. Roberto, I'm glad you said what you said, right? Uh, because I, 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 I want to interrupt you for one quick second because you said something important. Mm-hmm. We have our problems, but we are a great country. We have the ability to change, and yes. if we go out there all and be a part of this system, we can effect that change. So, when a lot of folks, when you talk about these issues, they say they think you're down in America. We're not no. down in America. We're saying this is a place where we can always make things better, and that's the beauty of having the freedom of speech and what we have to do or what we can do, we can make it better. Go ahead, Roberto. Yes, and, 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 and lastly, uh, if America was not a great country, I don't think a lot of us, when I mean us, I mean from all ethnic culture group will join the military and give our life for freedom to continue the magnitude of what America is built on. Well, I know you're an Iraq, uh, Iraq survivor, so you served in Iraq. In fact, you've given me calls at times when bombs Correct. were flying. So I've always, anytime we speak about that, I remember to tell people, I've been on the phone with you when bombs were falling. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, but yes, anyhow, sir. look. But Roberto, anyway, thank, yeah, lastly, yes. lastly, lastly, on the take on this here, Yes. Uh, we cannot only thank uh, KPFT that you broadcast all of this here, but the factor that politics done right has been engaged for several years and has been informing uh, the minds of others. And uh, we just want to thank politics done right for not only informing, but we are engaging, sharing our thoughts and of every, and we all all get differences, and that's what politics is all about. Right. So uh, we just want to thank you, Egberto, for uh, continuing with politics, right, and sharing the minds of powers that can can be made 
to help change this nation that we live in. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate your call. And you keep listening, keep calling, and keep telling people about us. I love you, man. All right? Thank you. Take care, my man. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Ted. Ted, you're on. Oh, did Ted hang up? All right, Ted, give us a call back. Ted, give us a call back, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. We are still kind of playing with these phones to make sure we get it all right. 713-526-5738. Hit option two to get in. Uh, I want to remind everybody that on the KPFT Facebook page, we are also streaming live in fact, our, our uh, GM just came in here and, and showed us that, you know, he just got all this stuff set up. So we're now streaming on the Internet. Before I continue with the essay, Ashley, I saw you writing down a whole lot of things. Was that pertaining to what, the subject at all? Yes, it was. Um, because I'm young and, and this is social media. I have some pros from social media that I tried to essentially apply to what you wrote in your Substack, And one of them was, I think... It was based off a post that Tracy Ellis Ross had posted, and mm-hmm. she was working out, and her instructor had told her, you need to look at what you're doing. Let me ask you to hold the thought yeah, right there. Let's, get, let's go to Ted, and we'll come back to you, Ashley. Ted, come on in. You're on the line. Hey. Um, so, um, obviously, I think we'd all pretty much agree that we need a, a world where, well, I, I envision a world where everybody has enough to eat, Mm-hmm. adequate medical care, and that's just because they're human. Right. And then you also have the aspirational thing where you can make more money mm-hmm. and become a, a billionaire or whatever mm-hmm. uh, by creating great works of art or, you know, great business models or, you know, doing something... Uh, and of course, the environment is the big thing now. Right. Is that we've we've just destroyed the environment. I mean, you know, we just um, and a, a big part of that is probably going to have to be uh, population, uh, you know, lowering the birth rate significantly, mm-hmm. which is incidentally happening. Right. You know, in the wealthy countries now, we have uh, America, Europe, Japan. Even China, they're having a real drop in the birth rate. Actually, it's negative for some of those countries that you just mentioned there, Ted. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in fact, I think it's Africa and India are the only two major places. And they're, of course, the forest. And it's not all of India. It's northern India. Right. That's a big step in the right direction. That's one of the things that, because more people, fewer people is fewer pollution, right? Mm -hmm. Less pollution. Right. But uh, the thing I noticed is it seems to me that, uh, and I hate to be negative, but I mean how negative the opposition is. I mean, did you see uh, the guy, the governor of Florida? Yes. Uh, he just he just decided that there's a, a group of investors that want to, uh, you know, invest money in only in businesses that are carbon neutral, right. that are that are not destroying the environment and him and a few other, uh, you know, Southern governors said, Oh, well, we're going to, we're going to take all our money out of them let, just because they're trying to help the environment. Let I me mean, tell you, this Ted, blows me away. I know. Let me, let me tell you something, Ted, right? We, uh, and, and this is where uh, the, the kind of, 
politics that I want to provide in my activism that I do not only here at KPFT, but in the other places where I do this kind of work. And it is very important. Uh, We have to outdo those who are negative. In other words, we're not going to, they're not going to change on their own volition. We are going to have to outlove them. And I, and I really mean that. Um, people, most people... You mean we can't eat them? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ted, let me tell you what happens, okay? We are going to have to, we are going to, have to outlove them. And I really mean that. We're going to have to show them that we can survive without being like them. And that it feels a lot, people are going to have to see that it feels a lot better to treat your fellow human being, whomever they are, much better than, uh, than these folks who want to go around hating on people. And this goes, and, and that, is, that is the kind of stuff I promote. I don't want to toot my horn, but I wrote a book called uh, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. And that's where I kind of put that out. Nobody is my enemy. I mean... Actually, I found it pretty inspirational. Well, thank to be you. Honest, yeah. So, so yeah. that is where I want us to be, right? Where we can say... I can speak to everybody, anybody, etc. But Ted, I got another caller. Let me ask you if you want to okay, say something man. else. Well, thanks for listening to me. Thank you Take so care. kindly for calling. Keep calling, and uh, you know, uh, remember this is your home. All right, let's go to Julia. Julia, you're on. Oh, hi. I just wanted to correct the last caller. I think it's the last caller. The caller before that uh-huh. who said Africa was poor. It is the richest continent. It is only poor because of the West. Let me stop you for a second there, because I, first of all, stop for a second, Julia. I want to thank you, Uh, because usually when I hear something like that, I would have uh, immediately said, hey, Brother Ted, don't forget by what definition a lot of that is occurring. So continue, Julia, but thank you. That is what we get out of a dynamic calling. Go ahead and continue, uh, Julia. Yes, we are the richest continent. And if we're poor because we are constantly being ripped off by the West. Six schools a few months ago in Africa, all leaders trained here or by the West. It is not a coincidence. That's what's going on. That's why we're considered poor, but we are rich. And we are rich in spirit, and Africa will reign again. We gave the world everything. We taught the world all its knows, including every major religion. And that's all I have to do. I just wanted to correct your caller. Okay, well, look, but, but don't, thank you for don't, your show. But it's don't great. leave yet, Julia, because I want to engage you a bit. I actually want yeah, to say I something. Yeah, I to hop in. I love that because, you know, because I mean, I'm a TikToker. So I was listening to um, Dr. Neil. Yeah. And um, he Neil was, Degrassi. Yes. He, he was speaking about the continent of Africa and how essentially a lot of the answers to the questions that we have lie in that continent since it's the uh, birthplace of Humanity, life. yeah. And so... Um, if you think about it, uh, so it's the most genetically diverse continent in the world. And that means that the smartest person is there, the dumbest person is there, the fastest person is there, the slowest person is there. It's so diverse that if you want to find extremes or commonalities, it's going to be in that continent. And I found that very, very every continent, I'm sorry. Oh, no worries, please. Yes, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead, ma'am. Go ahead, ma'am, Julia. No, I'm sorry, Dr. I was just going to say... Every continent, when it comes to the diversity of intelligence and brain, that's right. it. America, everybody got the extreme, brilliant people and very stupid people. Right. I'm just saying that's why I think, you know. <laughs> yes. But anyway, um, but, but you're right. And, and I don't, uh, just for the caller that before, I, I think, you know, we, we are, we all, 
say things that, you know, and, and this is why I talk about all of us talking to each other all of the times, because most of the things we say are things that are repeated over and over again. And no matter whether it's true or false, it becomes a truth if it's repeated long enough. And that is what we have to try to cater our society away. In my humble opinion, we have to start trying to really communicate. Anything else, Julia, before uh, you go? No, uh, just keep the uh, conversation going. That's great. We do need to come together at some point. And the other thing I want to say, and I'm going to start, I am starting an organization, part of the problem is ignorance. Right. When one culture continuously dominates, and that's all you learn about, the Greeks did that. And and the sad part is we taught the Greeks. (laughs) And if you go back to the literature, they were admitted. Herodotus, part of history said, we learned everything from the the African, the, I'm sorry, the Egyptians, and he described them as black with woolly hair. But it gets lost in history, and so you're looked at as less than because the only history you know about is the dominant one. I right. just had, I just wanted to add that. No, no, that, that that is correct, and that's why we communicate. Thank you so kindly for calling, Julia. You've you've expanded our horizon. Thank you so much for accepting my call. You have a wonderful day now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Ashley, you were talking about something else earlier um, when it came to the kind of America that we want. I, I thought oh, you had something to say. Oh, right. Yeah, I was just trying to use a um, kind of a metaphor for how this person was instructed to look at what she was doing because mm-hmm. she knows how to improve upon it or tweak it to get to where she needs to go. And I, what I think is kind of a little abstract, I'm like, okay. So if I'm going to use that, I would like us to be able, like us Americans, to be able to be okay with looking at ourselves. So instead of being scared of what we may see, because I think we are right now scared of what we may see. So I think that um, if you aren't looking, how can you know what to change? Exactly. And so if, if it needs changing even. Right. And so you have to essentially check up on yourself and see, all right, I'm going to look at, look at what seems to be not working or what is working and see what I can take where it, what is working and apply it to what isn't working or just change what isn't working. That's what I got. And then I just hope that, or hope that in the future people are more empowered because um, I feel like people feel pretty powerless right now and they're afraid to speak out against anyone or anything for fear of um, repercussion. Like, yeah. Repercussion. So I really, um, sorry, <laughs> It really resonated with me. Uh, let me let me let me tell you um, what I like is first of all I have a lot in this essay, but I wanted to hear other people's voices, your voice, uh, uh, Julia's voice, Ted's voice, Roberto's voice, etc. Um, now in our chat we have Bridge MCP, Lee Grant, uh, and Eric. Eric says you bring some freshness. He says uh, uh, Ashley could be the cool one, so I guess you're going to be the cool one, and I won't be. <laughs> You know, uh, uh, now, but I, I have an exception. And by the way, folks, you can give us a call at 713-526-5738, 713-526-5738. And we are now also uh, streaming on, uh, on the KPFT website. Uh, later on, I'll, I'll tie this all in so that um, our, our, our other websites can actually tie into that one as well. But anyway, um, Eric Hayes says, um, not being ripped off by the East looked at investment by other countries. We get that. Um, but, but if you listen to exactly what Julia was intending to say, in fact, 
Africa has a lot of natural resources that hadn't benefited many of the inhabitants of Africa because, again, the resources were taken many a times by force. She's absolutely right about that. Um, Lee Grant says, I don't believe every continent is equal. Some cultures are more successful than others. Um, look, some cultures are more successful than others. You forgot one particular additive, and that is why are some cultures more uh, successful than others? Let me give a good example. What does successful mean? You're, you read my mind. I'm just wondering, does that mean... If- you know, to do some societies, are they richer than others or do they live longer? What than is interesting others? actually is the following, right? Mm-hmm. I have a microprocessor, right? And some may look at that as advanced technology, right? Mm-hmm. That I can build a microprocessor that does a whole lot of things. Somebody else may know how to uh, plant and grow things in a particular way that I'm using this microprocessors to do billions of computations to get down to how to best grow something that somebody who uses something other than von Neumann technology to do something. So what I'm saying is we have learned to look at skyscrapers as being that defines what a rich country can do with steel and cement. But somebody may decide that uh, we can build things with palm trees that are very much more efficient than a concrete building, which is better because we consider technology steel and concrete or that you can use the, re- the natural resources to build. So that question that you just asked is fundamental. What does, what does successful culture mean? You know, and you know, being able to big, build a nuclear plant or being able to build a plant based on natural resources. Or for the society to be happy where they are. A, I, that's another good one. A, like a society, a, yeah. Like, are they okay with being themselves? Are they, are they okay with, you know, like, you know what? I have my mom, I, I have my dad, I have my, my family. Clothes, food to eat, a nice dry place to sleep, that could be success as well. Yes, because it doesn't, and, and I think that is what our economic system, I think, and, and I, I'm going to make a mention about that in the thing if nobody else calls in when I continue with the essay, but that is what I think is so important. We have learned to define, go ahead, Tori, you want to say something? Uh, yeah. I mean, Your mic is not uh, good. Yeah, but you're, uh, you're, you're not on your particular mic. You're on some other mic. Okay, can you there hear you me go. now? Yes, okay. I can. Well, you know, from the history department here, you know, successful civilizations or, you know, advanced civilizations, I don't know how you, you know, even define that, but uh, uh, historically they all developed around navigable rivers. Right. You know, from the early, you know, Tigris and Euphrates oh, what does that to, tell you? to Mississippi. And, you know, Europe has lots of navigable rivers. Uh, Africa only has the Nile. The other rivers have too many waterfalls. You can't get up and down them. You can't get across country, you know. And so there's less communication right. and less uh, cross-cultural. I think cultures develop when they're in contact with other cultures. And so rivers help that to happen. That, that, that is a very good point as far as... Um, but I, I, want to, I want to add Ashley's point to that, which I think is important. What is success? Is success an amalgamation of multiple cultures or can it be just being what, what she said, that, we are, that we, are, we are happy with being able to live? You follow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, impor- that's important. I, have a, I love microprocessors. I program them. But uh, I also have a lot of friends in Panama who have simple businesses and 
I think they would consider themselves quite a bit more successful than I am. I think I would probably say I would like to live in a society where it's not a privilege to age. <laughs> no, I'm so serious. Like, it sounds ridiculous, but aging is actually a privilege. That means you have been healthy for so long that you can live long. Oh, that, that's, I misunderstood what you were yes. saying. Yeah, so that, that makes sense. Do you have the privilege of aging? So that if everyone's worried about what they look like, you know, congratulations on your 25,000 wrinkles. Right. Because those wrinkles have sustained you through like 80 years. Right. And that's really awesome. People really aren't that fortunate to live that long. 713-526-5738. What type of America? You know, I'm going to get technical uh, if I don't get calls that with people asking questions. I have a full essay that I'm, I'm going to go through. Um, so, Lee Grant, I think we kind of answered the, the, the question or the statement that you made that says a culture where men, uh, men will stone a woman to death for being rapid is a bad culture. Yeah, but let's not cr- dis- distinguish between that type of a culture. I mean, uh, the Salem witch trials or the Salem witch trials? No, he's talking about the stoning, let's say, that happened in Arab countries, you know. A a lot of folks on the right, whenever they are discussing cultures in order to build up the, I don't believe in building up the, in in putting down any other culture to say that the Western culture is good. But a lot of folks on the right have a tendency to, they think they have to demean other cultures to say the Western culture is good. When the Western culture is an amalgamation of all cultures around the world. Well, it goes back to what I was trying to say, where we we have to be okay and okay with being uncomfortable and looking back at ourselves. So you're like, okay, a country is a great country that doesn't stone their women. Well, we were a country that literally burned people at the stake. Right. And hung people from trees and thought it was pretty and fun. Where Or how when torture used to be an actual entertainment spectacle. That's here, also in Europe. People used to go to beheadings for entertainment. So I cannot point fingers at another culture when the culture that I happen to be a part of has done crazy wild things in the past. That is, I couldn't have been said any better. That couldn't have been said any better. I hope, Lee Grant, you follow that. We could use metrics to success, to, for successful cultures like a number of patents, most publications. Not really. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know how, if, if a culture, a patent is a, you need to read my book, uh, as, as I see it, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom. And the reason I said that is because I've distinctly spoken about patents and how patents have stifled innovation in the United States of America and in the Western world. Patents, so when you're, when you're looking, Brother Lee, and you say we could use metrics for successful cultures like number of patents and most publications. Well, let's bring that's in not- social, socioeconomics here. Right. Because that totally triggered me because if you think about it, there is a genius in a ghetto somewhere. Right. But they can't get a patent because they are not, quote unquote, educated enough to be, I guess, smart enough, quote unquote, or whatever, to get access to that. The, the access to a patent is not equal. Exactly. So measuring the amount of patents that something has, patents only matter in Western cultures. Right. So if I go to another country, it's like, oh, I have a patent for that. That means nothing in a culture where that uh, patent and, and that is doesn't so, apply. That is so important, Ashley, because I'm telling you, 
you just said there's a genius in the ghetto, just like what Degrassi had to talk about, the geniuses that are unknown, because that's not what we are doing. I'm thinking the TV show, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyhow, folks, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit the number two to get in. 713-526-5738. Hit the number two to get in. Lee Grant says, U.S. patents have little meaning in China. You, you, you answered your own question, Lee. There you go. Little, and the reason why is they take it off. Look, Bessa stopped me from developing a cart when he when he went ahead and patented one click on Amazon. But I think in order to use something even like patents or even whatever, you have to have a universal system Agreement. that yeah. that can be measured. So like for example, just to put it to numbers, everyone else uses the metric system, but we use the English system, the Engli- which know. makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. So it's even like, England, who developed the English system, doesn't use the English no, system. No, because it doesn't, it doesn't translate across cultures. And right. actually, if you are in science. Any kind of science, even in medicine, we learn things. We learn things that were in America in the English system, but we still also learn. Right next to it is the Celsius, is the metric system, is kilograms and centimeters, and all of that. Well, in in in, in engineering, that's what we do. Right, we because do it's metric. In, yeah, because it's in tens. Right. And so it's so simple. It's not based upon a random king's foot. <laughs> You know. All right. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that it was based on a random. Yeah, king's it's, that's, it's an arbitrary thing. It's like some king's foot. Okay. And then that's how big his sorry. Yeah. That's how big his foot was. I didn't know that. <laughs> Anyhow, seven one three five two six five seven three eight seven one three five two six five seven three eight. You guys are gonna let me get serious now with my essay. I wanted to keep it a little bit light today. Seven one three five two six five seven three eight. All right, going to the essay. Uh, again, what, what kind of America do you want? Tell me if you want to live in my America. Okay, back to the essay. So what does my America look like? This morning I woke up with that on my mind. After someone called me idealistic, he said that I negate human nature. The thing is, I believe in human nurture. In other words... In other words, our environment influences most of us, positively or, for that matter, negatively. I contend that our economic system, in many instances uh, created by psychopaths, has created an environment that nurtures too many negatively. In other words, it has made so many people do all the wrong things. Many say human nature includes greed and violence. I want to repeat that. Many say human nature includes greed and violence. If that were the case, income and wealth disparity would be impossible. After all, greed would have us all fighting to take away from the other. Most people are good. The hoarders are psychopaths as they try to hold on to as much as they can to the detriment of others, even as they could not possibly use all of said wealth. Last year, I wrote a book called How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, which discussed all of these realities. I asked many questions in the first chapter, and I want to read some of those questions. I, I put it right here in the newsletter. And by the way, you can go to the newsletter at Egberto, or rather, I'm sorry, at politicsunright.com slash newsletter, politicsunright.com slash newsletter. It says the following. Why do most Americans continue to accept a system that moves so slowly in empowering one group after another? Remember, what kind of America would we like? First, we have to mitigate that. Why do we allow that? 
Why is it that women, right, who make up more than half of America, allow men to run the church, allow men to run the corporations, allow men in the aggregate to have all the power when we know intrinsically, mentally speaking, intelligent-wise, they are just as intelligent as men. Why? That's the world I want to change to make the America we want. Can I add a fun fact? You had a fun fact. Okay, so fun fact in developmental biology, everyone essentially, the default is female. So you have to have what changes from female to male, like what starts it sometimes? It's right. a chromosome, the Y chromosome, right? Right. And that tells the body, okay, wait, this person is going to be a female. Let's deviate. So it was like a branch almost. You have the tree, and the male species <laughs> is the branch. Like, oh, we were female, and then, oops, Y chromosome, turn right. So, like, that's what So you're is. actually saying we all started out as females. We all started off as females, and because there are condi- um, disorders and conditions where a person has a Y chromosome, but they are female presenting. Right. Because that chromosome was um, inactive right. at the time of their development. Got that, Doc. All right. Why do Americans continue to support politicians who refuse to establish a health care system that takes care of all of its citizens like every major industrialized country in the world? Why? What kind of America do you want? Wouldn't you want an America that has health care that don't take away your home, health care that you can afford? That's the America I want. Why do Americans continue to support a criminal justice system unfair to people of color and all of the poor people, irrespective of color, even though their country preaches morality to the rest of the world? Now think about that. If you're poor, you're a person of color, go to the jails. And see, criminality, criminality is really across the board. But look at your jails. And that, if you think... The America that you want, is that what the America that you want? You know it's not because you want to ensure that people come out ahead. Why do Americans continue to tolerate an unequal educational system where public education is proportional to the wealth of the school district where we reside? Time out there. What does that really mean? Those of you who live in the humble school district, or the Kadic school district in this area. Your schools are well-funded because it is based upon the amount of industry and tax rates in that school. But if you are unlucky to be born in certain districts, your school is begging for cash to survive. Yet, when as a, con- as a state, we tried something called Robin Hood to equalize some, folks, squat. A true equitable society, not equal society, but equitable society, ensures that everybody has equal access to success. Isn't that the America that you would like? Why do Americans accept public college systems that leaves most students in debt? Are, we, sir, are the students not getting an education to move society forward? Aren't students not getting an education to ensure that corporations can stay alive? Aren't students not getting an education so that we as a country can survive? So again, why is it that we are asking so many to bet their future financial security and well-being on debt? 
something that enriches just a few. Because believe me, when you're paying those bills back, you are enriching just a few. Why do Americans give corporations the same rights we give human beings? A lot of people don't even know this. Corporations, just like you have a social security number, every human being has a social security number in America, every human in America that is, every corporation has an equivalent of a social security number in this country. And they are an independent entity. They are, legally speaking, they are an entity. They can do, they believe that they have rights. They can donate as that company. They can act as that company. They can, and whenever you try to stop them from doing certain things, they said, by the way, we've got free speech. Yeah, but you're a company. Did you want to say something? Okay. You're a company, but that's what we have. Corporations are not people. What do you want to say? I wanted to say that I was giving advice at one point to, I guess, when I get older and more established in a career, to also have an LLC in your own name so that if any issues happen, the LLC will take the fall and not the, the person, which means that the, the LLC is like you have a corporation now, right? right. But then that means that that corporation is it, a person. Yes. In so, fact, yeah. That is how, cor- in fact, that's how corporations screw Americans all the time. They, you know, if you have a small a cor- a corporation that does some damage, that corporations go bankrupt. But the people who run the corporations are fine because they, they have this stuff known as the corporate veil. In other words, you are a corporation. You're your own person. If that corporation does something, they're the guilty party. Trump's corporation just got convicted of 20-something or I think 17 or 20-something laws that they broke and they got convicted. But you can't put a corporation in jail, but you can find them. And that's what, you know, so I mean, uh, why would we allow that, right? We've allowed corporations to be their own entity. And by the way, uh, for, for my, my, my thing, LLCs have other purposes as well, right? Yeah, I didn't mean to dig at LLCs. I'm just saying that. Yeah. It can technically be a person. Yeah, it is a person. It is, it, it is an individual. My LLC has its own social security number. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not social security. It's, it's something else that it's called. All right. And now, why do p- Americans allow politicians to spend more than the next nine or so countries combined for a defense we will never need or could ever use? We spend this year alone, we're going to be spending about... $850 billion in our, in our uh, m- military budget. And uh, we, most of that equipment is going to go unused. Most of that equipment is going to be melted down. It's going to be sold. It's, got, it, it's there almost to fund other f- people. But the America that we want, couldn't we divert half of that somewhere else? Couldn't we divert half of that, that money that we collect from all the Americans, and instead of putting it into building bombs, build windmills, build solar plants, build water desalination, given that Colorado is going to be without water in the next year or two. I mean, there is so much more that we can have the choice to do if we decide to make the America that we want. 713-52. These lines are empty today. You know, uh, Steve told me, Egberto, it wasn't all that ringy. So 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738. You can call in now and get on air now. Hit the number 2 to get on air. 
5738. Bridge MCP says, frogs and some, uh, some others have the ability to change their their sex based on environment. I think she was listening to your, your mm, information. Mm. So they can change. And uh, let's see, Lee Grant says, mentally men generally have better minds for math and physics. For instance, there are no female feel, uh, feels prize winners. I don't know if that, there are no, you know, I mean, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? When you say that no women have won the, the feels prize, what does that, I don't know that that says anything. I, I, Women are no less intelligent than men. That goes over from our patriotic way of being. Isn't that right, yeah, Ashley? Yeah, a woman created the x-ray. Yeah, the, um, in, in France. Right. Like a woman did that. A woman is the one who actually showed the world what the structure of DNA right. was. It wasn't, so everyone's like, yeah, Watson and Crick, but it's actually that there's a third person It was the woman. They just left her off. Right. I think she sued, actually. But, but yeah. What, what gets me is, you know, um, women have been disadvantaged for millennials, right? And so if women have been disadvantaged for millennials, it comes to pass that they won't, the invention rates that you will see will be biased towards men. Uh, you cannot judge how many Nobel Prizes were given. You know, I, I noticed Ted, I mean, not Ted, but my brother here, uh, Lee Grant, likes to use a lot of these things that uh, the Nobel Prize and all these other things without taking into account that there are a lot of other things that matter, sir. There are a lot of other things that matter and it doesn't have anything to do, very little to do with it, the real raw intelligence. 713-526-5738. What kind of America would you like? 713-526-5738. Hit option two. Folks are quite silent today. We had four callers, but let's, let's get some more. 713-526-5738. Hit option two, and you'll get on air Continuing with my list, why do Americans allow working person's income to be taxed at a higher rate than investor income? Of some of the most things, one of the things that should get most Americans upset is as follows. You go to any street on this, in this country and at 7 o'clock and you see people are hustling to work. You go into the skyscrapers in Houston. You go into the homes in Houston. You go all over Houston. And what you find are people going to work. But you have a rich guy sitting at his pool in his mansion, and he owns a lot of stocks in several companies, and he sits there with a chip on his shoulder saying, I make my money work for me which doesn't make any sense. Nobody makes their money work for them. Making your money work for you is equivalent to somebody else doing the work for you. Don't ever forget that. Uh, so anytime you tell somebody, my money works for me, remember what you're saying is somebody else is working. Tracy, you're hot. Come on in. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I've listened. Uh, you know, I, I understand your perspective that there's a lot of inequality going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And they're always always been that way sure even in the future even in the future if you it'll always be uh some people always will have more mm -hmm. and some people will have less relatively speaking if you move backwards 150 years people didn't have electricity right how many people have electricity and lighting mm -hmm. so there's always going to be that uh tension between people that have more and people that relatively speaking are 
are richer but have less. Right. And I think that's the dichotomy with uh, trying to to make it all uh, everybody gets the same vanilla ice cream or something. Right. You know, because uh, it, it's uh, it's a, kind of an impossible task. I mean, you can push that idea. Uh, and I think it's best pushed through the free enterprise system because I, I believe that business, even with all its faults, right. still has has more of a, a solution to problems than, uh, say, top-down or government solutions. Government that, may supply, you know, lean in their direction. But mm-hmm. uh, so my 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 theory of economics uh, or and I was an economics major, but is is to uh, let that pony ride, mm-hmm. and uh, there'll be some, uh, you know, maybe some un- unhappiness. But there's always that happening. L- l- let me it's let me let me interrupt a second. Never reach Tracy, let me interrupt a second because I want to ask you a few questions. Um, first of all, I don't believe I, I, there's a difference between equality and equity, or you know, I believe in equal access to success. I work hard. I work 16 hours a day. I'm pretty sure you work hard as well. Um, I I did work hard. There you go. So so now, if somebody only puts in eight hours a day, of course, it it lends to be that maybe I will have more than that other person, right? I am not at all. I don't believe in everybody getting the same amount of money and all of that kind of stuff. I believe in everybody having equal access to success, which is very different. I believe in equity. In other words, well, it is it is different, but it's still a challenging problem because yes. uh, equal access uh, uh, success is not not really achievable. I mean, in the true sense, you know, that utopian. But I mean, uh, you know, I mean, yes, a lot of people have much more access than they ever had before. I mean, you know, a lot. There are a lot of. Uh, uh, Tracy, 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 why do you think we don't have equal access? Why, why, why don't you think we can have equal access to success? Well, I, what I'm saying is, uh, okay, it's kind of a hard thing to, to uh, describe or to wrap around in mm-hmm. you know, a few minutes on the, on the radio. Yeah. But uh, uh, because of, uh, you know, the nature of man, you know, the... Uh, uh, or mankind, you might say. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, I mean, uh, Americans have more access uh, to education and to opportunities mm-hmm. and uh, than many countries in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, take, for example, a- African nations were among the poorest. So, I mean, uh, you want to revolutionize the world, have equal access, or just the United States, or just a county? Or This, this uh, article, this the article that I wrote... It really starts with the United States. But I want to make a correction about, about poor in Africa because we had a caller, Julia, who called in earlier to correct us when somebody else said Africa was poor and without giving any context. And I think it is so important that we give context that Africa is, in fact, the richest nation on our planet. Continent. The, the African continent. I mean, I'm sorry. The African continent is the richest continent on our planet, but it has been exploited. Probably natural re- yeah, natural, natural resources. resources. Yes. Right. I mean, and, they probably have natural resources. And I, I can't uh, speak to that, that right. you know, uh, hours and hours of why, that, why over uh, hundreds of thousands of years things have turned out the way they have right. in terms of 
sophistication versus a non-sophisticated Well, you know, Tracy, what, it goes in cycles, right? I mean, Egypt was once the center of the world. Greece was once the center of the world. Certain parts of Africa that we may not know about millennials ago may have been the center of the world then. We, you know, we've seen, we've seen uh, some very in, intricate structures in very southern Africa that people can't figure out how these things were built. So, I mean, I think, humbly, I think that right now we are the premier country in the world right now but there are a lot of things that i see that we're doing right now that if you know if we don't make the best yeah, of america sure. it can change uh, go ahead no, sir you know i just called out of the blue what what is your name again please? i'm speaking to egberto you're speaking to egberto who egberto 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 yes yes like h-e-r okay e-g-b-e-r-t-o one more time e-g-b-e-r-t-o and you can let me tell you first of all before you go any further politicsdoneright.com you can find everything about the program and all all of that okay i will but go ahead make your point uh, sir well i mean uh you know one of the things that kind of uh uh maybe not everybody's really uh, disturbed about it but you you know you can read in what whatever sources we have that china's you know uh going to certain African nations and making huge loans to them yes. and uh, for development. And then, of course, you know, once you're in debt, which go back to student debt, you know, uh, but once you're in debt, climbing out of debt is one of the most difficult things yes, that, you know, uh, nations or humans can do. And I, I'm just going to make a personal observation. I've watched just on a very limited basis some of the students that get, you know, uh, these loans. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is that when you borrow, in order to borrow money, you should at least have paid off some, Mm -hmm. a small loan, you know, to prove that you have the the discipline uh, to to achieve that. And I don't think that's, I see a lot of, I've seen students that live, Mm -hmm. you know, they run around with cell phones and, you know, and stay in hotels, go on trips and everything, uh, you know, and have a, Tracy. Fairly good lifestyle, but yeah. when they have come to paying it back, they yeah. go, oh my God, i got to pay this back. Let me tell you what, what concerns me about that, right? You are saying something that is true, not only for people who have student loans, but for people who have credit card loans, for people who have home loans. All, all, all of what you've said that, that the bad things that you have students doing with student loans are the bad things that people do with car loans, home loans, and every other type of loan, right? So... What I found is a lot of folks on the right in the recent years have been, in, in order for us not to have things like student loan forgiveness, have created all these stories by, by highlighting a lot of people who did bad things, as you indicated. I mean, I can't dispute what you've said, right? But most people do the right well, thing. Well, I, I don't really know whether how many people are, uh, right. you know, I know. all I'm saying is that, is well, let that me, uh, let, before you extend credit, you should probably have some sort of eye into brother, getting Brother, I get what you're saying, but here's my thing. My thing is that we should not have had to, ex- if, if the America that I want, we should not have had to extend credit for college. College is to prepare people for society, prepare people for business, prepare people for all these things, right? And I think just like high school, uh, we eventually realized that high school, we needed to make it free, 
not free, but all of us pay for it. The same should apply for college and tra trade schools, etc. So that that the, 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 I don't know. If there's a you need to watch a program on CNN that they put out yesterday. It was a great program on how the crookedness occurred in student loans. Right. What we have to do, in my humble opinion, is all we should not have even been talking about these people having student loans in the first place. Right. So. It is just a corrupt system. But look, we are going to have to talk about that another time, Tracy. But I love you. Well, thanks for taking my call. Okay? Absolutely. Thank you so kindly for calling in, my friend. Okay? All right. You take care I now. Guess. All right. Let me let me kind of finish this up. I'm not going to get it done completely because I really, I really wanted to hear more from the – oops – that what I wanted out of the program, I don't I don't think we got enough of the calls to justify this. I sort of wanted to build a list from those that are listening to our show as far as what you would want America to look like. But let me finish the essay real quickly. Why do Americans allow the working person's income to be taxed at a higher rate than investor income? There should never be there should never be a time when somebody who works, who does real work have to pay for, um, I mean, ha have to pay more in taxes than a person who makes their income off of your work. Uh, it should never be the case, and unfortunately, that is what we have. It looks like we're going to get to put one more call in here. So let's go ahead uh, when he's ready to bring Michelle. You're on the air. Hi, yes. Can you hear me? Yes, Michelle. Go can ahead, Michelle. Me? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead, Michelle. So I wanted to uh, circle back to your other caller questioning Africa and the richness of the continent. Uh huh. And I think that you, I think you tried to bring in Egypt, but even before Egypt, there was Timbuktu. Right. And you can go back to the history of Africa and the resources and the, uh, the just the amount of education that they brought forth from Africa. You can look in Sudan and find the same similar pyramids that you find in Egypt. Right. And all up and down the Nile River from Uganda on down to South Africa. Right. So the fact that they have the natural resources, not only the resources, but the education of the people, mm -hmm. the resources and resources of the people, the education of the people. So I think we want to take away the continent and remove the people from it. But that continent is so great and so rich and has survived intact for so long because the inhabitants of that continent, their original inhabitants, really appreciated and learned to live amongst what they had and to emphasize what they had. Not Thank bringing in things from the outside and not destroying their natural environment, but living amongst it and enriching it. Michelle, and that's why you have the preservation of so, so many things there that we can look back on today. Michelle, thank you very much for that. I got to go because it's... Uh, well, folks, it looks like we went a little bit over. This is Egberto Willis with Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.